So I have to start again? You have to I start last again. Time. <laughs> Gosh. Ah. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> With post-nut clarity. Oh my god. Not right. That is not right. Hey, listen, if there's one thing, how could you just throw that out there? Listen, if there's one thing I'm renowned for, Casey, you know this about me. <laughs> it has been said on multiple forums. So can we, I have to explain this? I can't let you just say that and not explain why you said that. So let me look at. So we know about your Christian women. Should Christian women be allowed to have butts piece that gets shared all the time? Well, you sent me a comment from Reddit and it said one of my more eloquent reviews. And the person said, hold on. Yeah, the author's way of writing headlines and articles is very reminiscent of post nut clarity thoughts. <laughs> And I replied, hold on, let me go back to what I said. I said, it's abnormal how often Redditors refer to post not clarity. And I feel that 100%. Like, I have never seen a group of people refer to an idea so often. I'm like, <laughs> why are you guys obsessed with this? It's so bizarre to me. It's all over Reddit. Is it a... I'm just like trying to look at a bird picture. <laughs> and he's like, that bird has post-nut clarity or something. Is it a, it's, a little bit of like the lady doth protest too much of like middle school bragging? Is that is that what it is, do you think? I don't know what it like, is. Yeah, guys, this I reminds me like... of the last time I had sex with a girl. <laughs> I feel like it's like... It's like they discovered that this phenomenon had a name and it's all they can talk about now. Like, oh. <laughs> it's, uh, anyways, so that's the story behind that intro. And now I get to segue somehow into this very serious topic that you've asked me to open with. <laughs> and then you throw that out. <sighs> Anyways, you're gonna have to find a better so co-host. We <laughs> that's that's not possible. There's there is no one out there whose interests and sense of humor intersect like ours do. It's just not possible. Okay, so we were going through what you know in our very professional podcast planning uh, that we do biweekly the night before. Uh, texting <laughs> we were talking about what what we're going to talk about and i asked if i could do a danny haas appreciation segment and he's doing the dishes right now probably rolling his eyes like oh gosh here we go um but so uh two weeks ago we recorded it was a wednesday and the following friday um danny's dad passed away and it was a long road. Danny's dad had Lewy body dementia and Parkinson's. And um, last September, they found like a blood clot that was untreatable. So it was like, we thought it was going to be soon. You know, they talked about bringing in hospice at that point. 
And then um, a couple months ago, they found, I guess it wasn't a couple months ago, maybe six or seven weeks ago, uh, he had a UTI that they said, this is not, this heat, we can't treat these anymore. Like he's become resistant to all of the antibiotics. So then you think it's going to be, you know, any day. So anyways, all that to say, it was like a very long road. And obviously, he got diagnosed with dementia like seven or seven, over seven years ago. And Lewy body dementia usually has like a two-year, um, like a two-year timeline. So it's been a lot. Um, so yeah, with dementia anyways, you have like a a steady decline. But then when you get those those like reports like, oh, he has a massive blood clot and it could break off at any time and he could aspirate and just you know, these horrible, these horrible, like, interactions with doctors and nurses, like, painting out the worst case scenario. But um, Friday before last, he, we knew it was going to be soon. Um, We had taken our kids to say their last goodbyes, and uh, he just died in his sleep peacefully. And Danny was there with his mom. And I guess that's, that's really what I wanted to talk about with Danny is just, like, how proud I am of how he showed up for his mom, like over these last several months, like he gave up some traveling. I mean, we did together, gave up some traveling opportunities, like working away from his own space one or two days a week, just so that she could go into her job. I mean, she worked part from home and then, um, needed to go to the office also. And just, you know, as, a son, you know, working through his own grief, but also like being there, showing up, not not using that grief as an excuse to like retreat. And I'm just so proud of him and like thankful for him. I feel like on Christian Twitter, we just it's constant like this, these tweets about like gender roles and what does it mean to be a man and like and it's so easy for me to ignore <laughs> all of that because I'm like, well, I ha- like I have this person who like shows up for his family, not just his immediate like wife and kids, but the other people in his family who need him and like really willing to cry with his kids over this. And just I'm just I've just been really I was just really proud of him through this whole ordeal and yeah I'm thankful and I don't I don't I've gotten to the place where I don't really want to talk about all of this very much on social media just because I don't know I don't know you just I don't know how to describe it but I figured I could share with our listeners and also just make you listen to me uh, talk about just what what a great man he's proven to be through this whole thing so yeah. And your text when I told you, um, I had told you that it would probably be soon again. I think I'd probably text you that three or four times. But then you just when I told you that he that his dad had died, your text meant so much just saying like he's such a good son, like they are with him th- through the end. Mm-hmm. And I just really appreciated that because like he hadn't even really planned to go back over there that morning. Um <clears throat> but his aunt wasn't going to be back until like lunchtime and he didn't want his mom to be alone. And 
So he was there. He was able to be there for his mom and which of course was devastating, but also, you know, just so thankful she didn't have to be alone. Um, so yeah. Anyways, just super thankful. Danny Haas is a good man and he's all mine. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, I I can't imagine how hard that was for him, but um, yeah. I'm glad, glad he was able to see it through. Yeah. Uh, Me too. Slight editing note. Uh, the completely inappropriate joke I told at the beginning will probably be moved <laughs> to the end of the episode now because I had no <laughs> idea this is what you were leading into. Oh, well, I, oh. <laughs> no, you should just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> did you think I was just going to be like, I did. Danny's I was, great I did. I was like, doing the dishes? Yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't know it was going that deep. Oh. That's what she said. But... <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, I wouldn't have. Uh, I'm really sorry. I thought it was like so obvious fine. what I wanted it's, to talk about. <laughs> I do appreciate. I I do have to say. I think that says a lot for <laughs> what you know about me and Danny. Is that maybe she just wants to talk about how much she loves Danny? Yeah, like, I, yeah, we could do that. I, honestly, I didn't <laughs> think you were going to go that personal with it. So, for the listeners, just <laughs> this will be the beginning of the episode. the The joke okay. I told at the beginning. We're just going to move that all the way to the end. So, just a little little treat for you at the end of the episode. <laughs> I love that. This is perfect. I'm very sorry that I didn't give you more no, warning. No, it's fine. It's my, <laughs> this uh... was going to be, you're listening to this whole thing like, what did I do? <laughs> Why did back, I do that? Go back and watch the video of my face. <laughs> like, oh, I'm such a jackass. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> you know, I mean, I rolled died. <laughs> Roll tide. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we'll attempt a seamless transition this time. Uh, okay, so we have a recurring segment, segment called Shoot to Shoot, where we dump all of our extremely random topics that have no connection to each other. We love doing these. Yes. Uh, it's just I it's love like it. it's whiplash. It's topic whiplash. <laughs> there's there's no segue to any yes. of these. Um, yes. So I'm going to start us out uh, with something that, that may sound a little dirty, but I, I assure you it's, it's not. It's it's completely on the up and up. Casey, how, okay. do, how do people with small butts exist? Let's talk about people <laughs> with small butts, okay? Go ahead. I, I just have a lot of questions. You know, I, I'm not here to skinny shame anybody. You know, there's, there's, there's strains <laughs> of culture where we shame skinny people. I'm not here for that. I'm just okay. talking about adult humans uh-huh. who have tiny butts. Like, number one, how, how do your pants stay up? Because it feels like if you just look at the contours, the butt is very instrumental in helping the pants stay up. Second, yep. how do you not fall in when you're on the commode? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that should be it feels like that should be an issue. And my, my question, my sub-question to that is, do you have to use the little booster seat that toddlers use when you're on the, the toilet? On the toilet? To keep from falling in. 
Yeah, you have like a 35 year old woman and she's got like a door of the explorer, you know, thing she puts on her toilet. <laughs> yes. That's what that's what we had 10, 12, 14 years ago whenever we were potty training. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just, I would like to know. I'm not here to shame anyone. I would just like to know how do you, how do you, as a listener, if you have a tiny butt and you feel comfortable telling us, how do, you, mm-hmm. how do you exist? Do you, do you have to wear suspenders to keep your pants up? <laughs> you know they do make belts now. Belts are a thing, <laughs> so that could work. I don't know if I know anyone with a tiny butt that. I know I haven't had a tiny butt since I was about three. I mean, so I'm a, I'm a giant man. Uh, you know, there's right. I, I don't have a tiny butt, but <clears throat> so I, 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 I'm really thinking about a lot about this in the lead up of like, you know, why? Because I noticed this more with women, and that was troubling to me. Mm-hmm. Because does that mean am I staring more at women's butts than men's butts? That troubled me for a while. Oh probably I, you know but then it was like okay but women wear tighter pants so i think i just noticed yeah it more yeah because guys wear a lot of like baggy jeans and things yeah guys don't wear contoured pants usually so shame they should is come on guys guys you know is i, mean, I don't know like if you're a guy do you have a tiny butt is this an, an issue you know do you, are you right. cinching up the belt like extra extra hard to keep your trousers <laughs> up did you see one specific person that made you think of this? No, this is a long, long-running thing. Uh, my wife used okay. to have associates uh, years ago. This is, I don't think we're. I don't think this is going to get her in trouble. But um, years ago, she had work associates that um, just very skinny women, just very skinny women. And okay. Like the okay. joke between her and I. Hopefully, I won't have to edit this out. But was that it's the no butt club. The no butts. <laughs> and so, like, you know, I would always ask, like, did, you know, do they bring the little potty booster seat to work so they don't <laughs> fall into the work toilets when they go in there? These poor ladies just trying to live their life, and you and Kendra are analyzing their poop practices, their tiny butt poop practices. <laughs> do you have to, like, hold on to things? Like, when you're sitting on the yeah. commode, like, do you have to hold on to, like, the, the counter Maybe next to you? Maybe if their feet touch, they can, like, use their legs to stabilize. <laughs> This is this is what the people this is what the people tune in for. <laughs> okay, so about ten years, five, ten years ago, I saw an ad for something, and it was a platform that it was a platform that that set over the the commode with a hole in it, and what the platform was yeah. is you stand on the platform and you squat. Yeah, squatty potty. Yeah, except yeah, the platform. It's a thing. Okay, so you know what I'm talking oh, it's about. Oh, it's a well, it's a whole thing yes. in the wellness community. Yes, because that's how we were because, designed like, in the wilderness yeah, to, y- to go. Yeah, which actually, like, I don't disagree with. I don't own one because I'm not a weirdo, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Offending everybody. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, I, I do agree. I think that it's like the squat... Um, like the the mechanism of a squat like we can't do anymore like our kids can squat 
with flat feet Mm -hmm. and their butt is like this far from the ground. Mm -hmm. And if we would have like kept up that practice by doing it two times a day, you know, our whole back, pelvic floor, everything would be so much healthier. But I don't know where you were going with the squatty potty story. Do they have to do do that? Is, Is that... Oh, oh. Is yeah. that an, is that their option? <laughs> I don't think the squatty potty is I think you still rest your butt on the toilet. It just gets your your legs up so that your it you like shift your hips. Okay. It makes things flow. I must have seen the... Uh, Sorry to everyone who is not getting the hand motions. <laughs> which are you're immaculate, the, by the you're way. Getting, you're getting audio only, but I'm, I'm doing a lot of hand motions to illustrate my points. <laughs> yeah, I must have seen like the deluxe version because it was like a table that fit over the, over the actual toilet itself. So you were like up in the air. No, absolutely not. I've done that before in like a foreign country where you just basically sit over a hole on a board. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Good times. <laughs> yeah, just talking about tiny butts. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to start paying attention because now I'm curious. I did see something today that I'm, I'm so fascinated by. This is a whole other, I mean, it is butt related. But, like, you know, how fashion trends come and go. But, like, a kid was getting out of his parents' car at the high school today, and he had on sweatpants that were, like, four inches down his butt. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is still a thing. Kids are still doing this. And that's where I really don't know how. Like, no matter what size your butt, if if your pants uh, waistline is, like, halfway down your butt, how is it not just constantly falling like sliding all the way down that curve anyways well you know for a guy your private parts are like a uh oh right like it can kind of hang on them and hold hold the sweatpants up i I don't know how girls do it right i I don't know either we're tackling the tough issues today I'm st- I'm still mad about really guys are. that play basketball in sweatpants. I just think that's stupid. Yeah. Or at the gym? Yeah. Can we Oh. There Oh, I can't. I can't. The the full hoodie sweatpants like <laughs> it just I I need like somebody to debunk all the myths about working out in sweats. It has to be it's it's <laughs> do these people not sweat oh, like on their own we're veering into like old people <laughs> territory where we're just starting to be like kids these days <laughs> i disagree i think we're veering into post-nut clarity right now oh my God. and i don't know if people will get that joke because i don't know when that explanation is coming in the episode so it'll it's somewhere hopefully <laughs> All right, speaking of clarity, uh, you sent me something about <laughs> Rachel Dolezal. Yes. Or she is uh, known now Kichi Amare Diallo, I think, is her... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, changed name. Right. So uh, most of y'all probably know who she is. She was a uh, Washington area NAACP official who was teaching in 
college, I think, and got outed right. basically for being a white woman pretending to be black. And right. She surfaced, where was it? New Mexico, I think. She surfaced as an elementary teacher. And, Which is uh, crazy. Got fired because they, uh, I don't know what the balance was if because of the scandal of just ha- having her as a teacher uh, or if it was because right. she has an active OnlyFans account. Um, uh, I, I don't know, but they, they fired her. She's no longer a right. teacher. And, uh, okay. So you sent that to me just as like a, oh, goodness, train wreck story here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I told you I was going to take a... I'm going to take a hard zag on this and okay. say that I I disapprove of the practice of firing people as social justice. Mm. Let me let me make a okay. let me make a caveat here. Okay. If, if you are hurting people with your job, right? So like if you're a police officer who's brutalizing somebody, <laughs> or if you're a, right. a politician right. who's stealing money, or if you're a, a pastor who's abusing your congregation, if you're hurting people mm-hmm. through the mechanism of your job, then yeah, you need, you need to go. Like you need to get out of there. Right. Right. But I, I just, I don't get like this, this justice mentality of, you know, whenever somebody gets recorded, uh, you know, being rude to somebody in Starbucks or right. you, know, you yeah. post something racist online and somebody right. finds out who you actually are. And there's this rush to mm-hmm. like, let's, let's out them. Let's tell their job. Let's get them fired from their yeah. job. I just, I'm just yeah. totally, I'm out on that. Like I'm out on mm. that as, as a form of retribution or justice or punishment. Right. Um, because when I, when I saw this story about Dolezal, I just got really sad thinking about it. Like mm. she's got kids, you know, and, um, mm. you know, when you take away somebody's ability to provide for themselves and the people that are dependent on them, like. Mm-hmm. Is you know how is that how like is she closer now to to being a better right. person or further away because we did this to her? Right. I, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I guess you can make the case that you know any teacher with an OnlyFans is probably going to get fired, but um, right. I don't. Know. I just well, I, the I didn't thing like is, it. I mean, our country is not focused on rehabilitation, anyways. Mm-hmm. So the justice, it's, I don't even think, I mean, a school district is one thing, but I don't even think other firings have to do with justice. It has to do with the distancing from a problematic person to save face as a corporation. So it's, it, but like companies, what they could do is provide the resources to help a person address whatever like if somebody if you see your employee being racist like put them through a mandatory something like training or i i mean it's like how do people is getting fired going to help them get better no it's going to have the or opposite effect is it just effect. going to right it's going to add fuel for their already like already problematic everything so i think i i think i agree with you (laughs) um and like what you said if your job is hurting someone that's that's one thing i think it also we also have to think about like if views come out where maybe 
you're not hurting someone in your job, but it displays an inability to to do your job well or like in an unbiased way. Like I can't I can't think of a specific example, but you know what I'm talking about. Um then I can see where that presents like a real problem. Like, oh, this person who manages a bank in the black part of town, you know, they're recorded saying a bunch of racist things, you know, something like that. Like, okay, but the people that you serve in your job are majority black. So I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Kind of. Yeah. Like maybe it's different from like a public official or, you know, just anybody in business having like an OnlyFans account as opposed to maybe a youth pastor having an OnlyFans account. Right. Like that's, (laughs) you know, that sounds that's, that's not illegal for youth pastor to do, but if it's your job to tell kids (laughs) to practice radical purity, maybe that's going to be hard. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like, so go ahead, go ahead. The thing is about, you know, this, this story specifically is that her having an OnlyFans account directly goes against like the policies of teachers using social media. So then it's like, well, is her getting fired? Like, are they, is it trying to be justice or is it the consequence of her not following policies that she agreed to by becoming a teacher in this district? You know, I, I don't, I don't know. know. It's tough, and, and you know, just to be even more of a contrarian, like I, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, like firing firing <laughs> a teacher for ha- for having you know questionable content out there. Like what? Mm-hmm. My my question would be, what's causing more harm? Like what mm-hmm. are are you causing more harm by firing somebody who's trying to feed their family? You know, what's right. I don't know. Like it just to me, like that's yeah, you might be causing more harm doing that. You know, she Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, in thirty years we're all gonna have AI sex tapes out there and nobody's gonna be able to tell the difference anyway, so Huh? <laughs> you mean like people putting our faces oh, yeah. on Yeah. I mean yeah. that's all coming. So well, it's a good thing we're old and ugly. Because <laughs> nobody long. wants to see this. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I, I think she's most, I think there's a good chance that she's a difficult person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was like reports out that she was, like if she could have just laid low. <laughs> She probably could have kept right. the con going, but yeah. You know. So then you're like, "What are you, what are you doing?" Like, <laughs> this doesn't seem like a very smart move for someone who's you know already been in the news a lot. Like, your face is completely recognizable. Yeah, like even in Washington, like the first con, if she could have just laid low, she probably could have kept that going. Mm-hmm. But she was doing all yeah. kinds of things, like you know, filing hate crime charges, just. Mm. you know and the police would investigate and they would say like ah, 
pretty sure you did this, like scribbling stuff on mm. her door, mm. like as a college professor, and then calling campus police. And they're like, yeah, we wow. don't have any footage of anybody up here. We think this was you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some people thrive uh, in controversy, which is sad, but it's true. Like, they, the more chaotic things are the safer they feel and it's a whole thing i mean so there could be some of that too just attacking me nonstop this episode aren't you (laughs) yeah yeah all right final shoot to shoot this one's right up your alley okay are donuts secretly a bargain let's talk about this a bargain okay we were going somewhere for okay. breakfast. We were going somewhere uh, upward Saturday morning. So right. uh, figured it'd be faster to just load everybody in the car and just grab something on the way. Right. Went to the, the local donut place. Not not, you okay. know, not like a national brand, but okay. local donut place. Got 12 donuts. They threw a free one in there, Baker's Dozen. So 13 donuts for $11. Fed the whole, yeah, I mean, that's... Fed the whole family for $11. That's that is nice. That's that's cheap. So yeah, that is a good deal. If if that can sustain you until lunchtime, which I don't feel like it does for me. Yeah, I think so, for the adults probably go throw in a protein bar or something, but for the kids, yeah. I mean, yeah, have a couple donuts. <laughs> Here. Please take this. Because what are we what are we looking at for a Chick fil A chicken biscuit? Like three sixty nine. Yeah, I mean it's it's still I do feel like the chicken biscuit is still like, you know, S tier as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breakfast in terms of value for co- like the cost mm-hmm. because I mean a breakfast sandwich in the warmer at Wawa is more expensive so. Like I don't give me a fresh chicken biscuit. What is, what is it? Is but, it like four, is it for something for you? No, no, okay. it's not. Hold, I'm gonna look it up right now because right. I want to know. This is S tier content, by the way. I will tell you. Oh, listen to this. <laughs> uh, someone sent us a DoorDash gift card after Danny's dad died, and um, so we ordered Chick Fil A one night. And you know on DoorDash they upcharge everything because they're they're not getting to keep the money, as much of the money. So guess guess how much our Chick-fil-A bill was like after tip for the six of us. Oh, I don't want to know. Yes, you do. <laughs> you could tell me anything right now and I'd believe it. $77. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Isn't that amazing? $77. I mean, you're you're getting into Cracker Barrel territory at that point. <laughs> I know. And you don't even get okay. to play, play the peg game. Hold on. I'm still trying to find the cost. $369 for a chicken biscuit. I, I nailed it. Okay. Which is like, I mean, that's great. That's 
fantastic. Only thing better is if you can find like Bojangles or Hardee's when they've got the the sausage and egg biscuits, two for four dollars. You can't mm. beat that. Well, here's the thing: we don't have a Bojangles near us anymore, okay. so <clears throat> it's it's sad. We used to have one pretty close to us, and they closed. So where do you get your Bowberry biscuits now? <laughs> I know we don't. We don't. I need to look up like a yeah. you know DIY. Come on, trad wife. <laughs> of course, my kids are probably like, "Oh, these aren't good." Because <laughs> yours would have actual making... blueberries in them, and not little wads of yeah. purple sugar. Right, right. <laughs> I'm making Danny tomorrow a uh, sourdough beer bread. Oh wow! Her. He's very excited. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the Casey way. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got sick on Bojangles recently. I, uh, I've i been drinking, newsflash, I've been drinking a lot of smoothies lately. Okay. I, I for just, meals or just like, like for, supplementing? For, for breakfast. Like I try to have like okay. some smoothie for breakfast. Because uh, okay. I ate too much Bojangles and got sick. I was sick for like two days. Sick to my stomach for like two days. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is God telling me something. I got to just start drinking smoothies for breakfast This is for God while. telling you enough with the... <laughs> Bowberry biscuits. Exactly. <laughs> what would you get at Bojangles? Like a breakfast sandwich or the biscuits? Well, that depends. Is this a judgment-free zone? <laughs> of course. Okay. I, you know it is. You <laughs> sent me the thing about the donuts, and I'm like, I'm about to slice a muffin in half and grill it in butter on my stovetop. So yeah, it's judgment-free. I think what did me in was I got a uh, like a sausage egg and cheese biscuit, and then two of the big cinnamon biscuits with it. If you've okay. ever had the cinnamon yep. biscuits, but it's like a slurry of cinnamon and brown sugar in the middle, and it's like <laughs> yeah, soaked in yeah. butter. Sounds delicious. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I probably ingested in total a cup and a half of butter through those three biscuits. Yeah. And First thing in the morning? What could go wrong? I mean, this was like 5.30 <laughs> in the morning or something, because I was at work, and it was like, <laughs> my stomach just waved the white flag, and yeah. I was like, no mas. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sir, you're gonna have to start feeding us something, some actual, f- actual food products here. You know what? This segues perfectly into the last thing I wanted to talk about, which is like, how do we like, how do we balance, like, taking care of ourselves, however that looks, and like, ultimately believing as we do that our lives are in God's hands. And like the what what made me want to talk about this is I saw a tweet about how there's this big link, you know, supposedly between COVID and dementia. Like, and this was already a sensitive topic when I saw it two weeks ago. Um, but it's like you know we're having we're seeing an uptick in dementia because of covid and why isn't everyone still wearing a mask and what are we doing and all of this like this this mindset i'm like i don't i don't know what the answer is here like i don't i don't know it do i wear a mask through every flu season for the rest of my life hoping i don't get dementia So, I mean, like, we do things that we know are good for us or protect us. Like, we wear our seatbelts. You know, we 
maybe try to exercise regularly or you know cut back on the <laughs> bowberry biscuits when like our body says hey maybe maybe you know so it's like what is the balance i of like of those two beliefs that we have some responsibility but also i think about this this story I read on Twitter, this guy was like, I haven't tweeted for three months because when I was on my morning run, I basically almost died. Like his heart just flipped out. He's a young guy. You know, he said he threw up steel cut oats like he was like so healthy and he just, you know, on his morning five mile run and just almost died. And it's like, well, what? Well, why does it even matter? Why am I even stressing about my cardiac health when this guy's in perfect shape and his heart flipped out Quick like question how does your stomach know how the oats were cut <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't know i mean you could cut the oats <laughs> with like a fisher price plastic knife and your stomach's how not does your stomach know. i'm gonna google that how does my stomach know how the oats are cut <laughs> That's definitely a post-nut clarity thought. <laughs> That's actually, like, definitely more like a weed thought. <laughs> like, oh, how does my stomach know? <laughs> You're, like, in the pantry with your munchies, reading the labels, like, ooh. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. I wanted to talk about this because I feel like you would have good insights. I feel like this is something cerebral that you've probably thought about before well the first thing that came to me was a, a wise woman once told me why would i want to live longer <laughs> <laughs> i know i know that's horrible i can't believe you let me say that on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> one of the all-time greats uh, but that's that's about doing things that like or you're trying to prolong your life. That's what I was talking about. What about things that are like protecting the life that you have, that you know that yeah. you There's a have. Uh, there's a verse in Proverbs, I think, and I can't remember the chapter and verse, but it's the rider prepares his horse for battle, but safety comes from the Lord. Hmm. That's what it makes me think of. Just I mean, I don't I don't have I don't have like the, the magic answer here. I'm just kind of walking through what you yeah. were saying that um you know in a in a sense we should be a little more relaxed because we know mm. like as believers that you know god holds our lives in his hands but you know the counterbalance to that is you know we should treat it as more valuable because it's a gift and you know we have things on earth right. that we need to do right right um i don't i don't and i just i have to be honest and say like i mean i got sick we we both of our families got mm. sick, you know, after Christmas, during Christmas, and I still don't necessarily feel inclined to to wear a mask at at this time anymore. And I'm like, well, is that is that selfish? I mean, I, I know that I, I mean glasses, hearing aids, and a mask. Like, just give my ears a break. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but it it's something I definitely think about. 
I think as you get older too, and you start to, you start to evaluate your decisions about your body more because your body is, makes it more obvious when you're, you know, struggling. Kids are just like made of rubber and can do anything without any consequence, basically on their physical bodies. Well, with how it relates to COVID specifically, I don't know. I hope people didn't expect more from me, but like it, it got to the point where I kind of just tuned everything out. It was like, I, there's so much, mm. you know, not to both sides, everything, but it was like, you know, just there's so much yeah. information coming from different directions on this. Like I, I honestly, right. I'm, I'm just overwhelmed with it. And yeah, and I'm just, you know, I've had it a couple of times and I'm, I'm yeah, that I know of, maybe I've had it more than that because you hear about people having like shadow COVID where they, you know, have it and don't right. even realize it because the symptoms are yeah. so minimal. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of just been like. I think also, like, I know my own tendency to feel like I need to control, like, all of these bodily outcomes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if if I start obsessing over this also, I mean... It's kind of like that guy who's trying to get younger. It's like you stop you stop living because you're just so focused on not dying. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I don't want to do that. It's rough. I definitely feel the tension. I feel it a lot with with COVID specifically. I, I, I mean, you know, they say that it could cause, you know, sudden sudden hearing loss i'm like oh well i already have hearing loss is it going to make my hearing loss worse like i don't know all these things i do struggle sometimes being empathetic towards the people who you know want to mask up and get every single Mm -hmm. booster shot and it's like i shouldn't be judgmental but sometimes i kind of am where it's like okay but you're still eating a ton of processed food I know, you know stuff you, like that. There's still, like so we don't know many... like the long term effects of what cell phones do to your brain. Right, it's the first generation right. that we've ever had cell phones. You know, we, we don't know yeah. what that's going to do to us. Right, you know, and yeah, it's like we also just don't. I I also like we don't. There's so many mysteries about our bodies and our minds and how things work together. To like why why. How and why did my grandfather, who was sedentary for almost his whole adult life, went through the Depression, served in World War II, like, how did he live until he was 83? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, on paper, when you see, like, you know, you check the list, okay, trauma, that's definitely going to shorten your life. Okay, we had the Depression and World War II, that's major trauma. And then, you know what you eat they had fried chicken literally every friday that was on the menu fried chicken homemade fried chicken and then you have exercise okay well that never happened (laughs) so it's just things are i think we just don't want to admit like if we can say if we could check the boxes i'm doing this that and the other then i'm gonna be okay it's just really uncomfortable. It's just, it's really uncomfortable to live in a human body that you know is going to fail at some point. I do feel like I could go back in time and be like one of the, the best athletes ever. 
because nobody nobody lifted weights or really exercised. <laughs> it's like totally random. Because <laughs> you see like the old footage of, of gyms and it's like a bunch of 30-year-old yeah. guys who look like they're 60. And there's just like yeah. the one machine with the belt around your abdomen that just goes back and forth. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know what that does. <laughs> we don't have those anymore. <laughs> Oh man! They just they got on the 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 ab rubber, I guess. It just rubs your abs. Yeah. And then they did bare knuckle <laughs> boxing. That was that's what gyms were. Back Perfect. In the day. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Sorry, I, I've been an AD, no, it's okay. An ADD partner today. It's totally fine. So. Anyways, so this is where you're going to put in the joke that you said at the beginning of the show, right about here. This I cannot is... wait to tell Danny about this. He's going to be so delighted. Is the... He's going he's gonna to be thrilled. <laughs> there's, there's very meta quality to it because the joke is about clarity and uh-huh. <laughs> I just exhibited none of that. You had none. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, stick around through the, uh, through the, through the outro, the play out music for, you know, a nice little treat. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. And he's like, that bird has post-nut clarity or something. <laughs> <laughs>